To Australia now, and a former politician has been accused of selling out their country, party and colleagues after being recruited by spies from a foreign regime. The foiled plot has been revealed by the head of Australia's domestic intelligence agency, ASIO, and because the politician has not been named, there's enormous pressure for whoever it is to out themselves. I'm joined now by our Australia correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, can you explain why this has got people so hot under the collar? Well, uh, hi, Lucy. Yes, this has really created uh, quite a sensation here in Australia and it's really got the rumour mill running because no-one knows who exactly it is. But, uh, yes, uh, ASIO's uh, Director-General Mike Burgess um, had his annual threat assessment address last night where he did reveal there was a dedicated unit uh, within a foreign spy service targeting Australia. We don't know uh, what country. Suspicions are China, maybe Russia... He referred to an A-team or an Australia team that had been basically managed to recruit uh, this former politician who, uh, as you mentioned there, has uh, been um, accused of selling out their country party and former colleagues to advance the interests of this foreign regime. And the spy chief claims the former politician also had flagged introducing um, a prime minister's family member to these foreign spies, but the plot didn't end up getting going ahead. The person now, we're told, is no longer active and had been neutralised in the Australian sense, not the uh, not, not any other sense. But this really has angered Joe Hockey, who's a former Australian treasurer, a former ambassador to the United States. He now runs a government relations consultancy in Washington. So he has a fair bit of stake to really clear the air, basically, that it's not him. And he was hitting the phones earlier this morning to say the fact that no politician had been named means current politicians are smeared and Australia's allies are rightly worried. And Joe Hockey was pretty fired up when he spoke earlier today. Who is this person? Did we work with them in the parliament? What did we discuss with them? What did they do with that information? Uh, It's not good enough to be in the hold of the intelligence agencies. I want to know who the traitor is. Who worked with a foreign country against the interests of my country? And and what's more is it affects the reputation of everyone in public life. And and you just simply cannot go on the path of making that statement as the head of an intelligence agency and not putting a name to it. As you can hear, a fair, fairly emotional uh, Joe Hockey there, the for, a former Australian Treasurer, um, former Australian Ambassador, who is currently Chairman of a, a government relations consultancy by the name of Bondi Partners, headquartered in Washington. So a fair way to go on this story, Lisa, and we are still waiting to find the true identity of this person who's been named. Yeah, Joe Hockey never one to pull his punches. Um, Peter, we were talking earlier in the week about this terrible double murder of a Sydney couple, Jesse Beard and Luke Davies, and there have been some developments in the police investigation. Yeah, Lisa, the uh, police theory now is that Jesse Baird, a, a former Channel 10 reporter, was the target of a premeditated murder plot and that his partner, uh, Mr Davies, a uh, Qantas flight attendant, was pretty much a victim of circumstance. Um, and this was 
after detectives investigating this case discovered that the accused killer, Senior Constable Bo Lamar Condon, had allegedly purchased only one surf ba- surfboard bag uh, before the killings. And uh, they're alleging that after Mr Baird and Mr Davies were murdered, the alleged killer uh, had to go out and purchase a second surfboard bag, leading them to uh, the conclusion that uh, there was only one murder allegedly in mind and also other revelations that the um, alleged killer Bo Lamar Condon allegedly fired three bullets and police have now been given the audio from a closed circuit or a TV and they've got the audio from that where he has used allegedly his police issued gun but he's been using bullets allegedly that were stolen from a gun range to refill the weapon when he checked it back into the police station. So there's now a lot of questions about the the way that um, police guns are managed and also some revelations that in some circumstances um, New South Wales police have been able to um, take their guns home or use them when they're not working for the police or maybe working as security um, under strict guidelines by the New South Wales police. But there are some questions about how strict these guidelines were, what the character checks were. And as we mentioned, the New South Wales police a couple of days ago had been uninvited to the uh, this weekend's Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras in Sydney. Well, they've now been re-invited, but clearly there are still a lot of you know high emotions relating to this case. It is completely tragic. We appreciate the update. Thank you for that, Peter. That is our Australia correspondent, Peter Ryan. It is 10 minutes away from 6. Kia mai. Stay with us. You're listening to Checkpoint on RNZ National.